Welcome to LaGrave Avenue CRC's Sermon Podcast. You are listening to our Thanksgiving Day service, Love and Vegetables, by Rev. Peter Yonker. Our scripture reading this morning is, uh, is very, very, very short. One verse, so you're welcome to turn to it, but it might be just as easy to listen. I'll even repeat it twice, it's so short. This is a proverb for Thanksgiving. I should say, Proverbs 15, verse 17. Better a small serving of vegetables with love than a fattened calf with hatred. Better a small serving of vegetables with love than a fattened calf with hatred. This is the word of the Lord. I think that's a pretty good proverb for Thanksgiving, and I would like to think about it a little bit together today. And, and it really can take it in two parts, and I'm going to start with the last half, the fattened calf and hatred part. And when I think of the fattened calf and hatred part, um, what comes to mind is uh, an old MTV reality show. It may not be old, it may still be on, uh, called My Super Sweet 16. My Super Sweet 16. Now, I, I see a lot of puzzled faces. I'm sure that most of you have never seen My Super Sweet 16, and that is a point in your favor. For those of us who have seen at least one episode, uh, we know, and, and we can tell you, that My Super Sweet 16 is a reality show in which producers follow around teenagers, young people, from wealthy families who are having lavish, elaborate birthday parties somewhere in their teenage years. And uh, they, they look at these, how they these birthdays are planned, and then they look at, finally, the execution of these birthdays. And when I say elaborate, I mean elaborate. The average price for these teenage parties is from $150,000 to $500,000. Okay, so, so not pizza and pin the tail on the donkey. The children, the young people at these parties tend to have lots of demands. In one episode, a young girl named Marissa wants a sports car for her birthday. And her daddy is a little uncertain about that and says, sports cars are dangerous. I don't want to give you a sports car. How about a nice new SUV? Marissa pouts and finally relents. But then the birthday comes around, and surprise, she gets the SUV and the sports car. <laughs> Another birthday party, uh, a boy wants a jungle theme. And so for this jungle theme, he wants live panthers in his home. Live panthers roaming around his home. He probably doesn't have toddlers for brothers and sisters. Another girl wants superstar rapper Kanye West to come sing to her and her friends to rap. They don't sing. Rap to her and her friends at her birthday bash. So with all these lavish gifts and with all these lavish plans, you would think that these events would be joyful affairs. You would be wrong. The 16-year-old who wanted panthers at his party found out that state law prohibited free-range panthers in your home. You had to have them in cages. He threw a fit. The girl who wanted Kanye West at her party found out that Kanye had previously sung at another girl's party, and this was totally unacceptable. And most telling of all, Marissa, she of the SUV and the sports car, 
had made, she'd made an exclusive list for her party. She determined exactly who would come, but she had these other acquaintances who really, really wanted to come to her party. And in order to choose who she would invite, she made these acquaintances engage in a dance-off in front of her and chose only the best dancers to come to her party. That sounds excruciatingly horrible, which brings us back to the wisdom of the proverb. Better is a small dinner of vegetables with love than a fattened calf and hatred with it. Fortunately, most of us have also seen the other kind of dinner. We've all been to dinners where maybe the food was a little more meager and a little more plain, but the love more than made up for it. When I think of those kinds of dinners, I think of um, the first Thanksgiving dinner that my wife and I, Linda and I, uh, put on in our new home. We bought a new home in 1993, we had a brand new stove, and we were going to host Thanksgiving. And so we had my in-laws over and my uh, Linda's grandma, Bertha Dykstra, over. Uh, some of you know Bertha, she was a member of this congregation, used to sit right there. So we had them over, and uh, we did all the right things. We put the turkey in before we came to church, um, and put, got the stuff ready to put on the stove when we got back. Uh, went to church, came back, started preparing the dishes on the stovetop. But when we looked at the turkey, when it was supposed to be done, we realized something was wrong. It wasn't the right color, and the little popper hadn't popped out yet. So we were a bit of a panic. Uh, we started sort of making sure that the other side dishes stayed warm, and we took care of Grandma, we put her in, in our den and put her in a rocker and kept refilling her wine glass. <laughs> it's a true story. <laughs> Finally, we realized the problem. The, the oven, uh, this brand new oven, was only like half the heat that it was supposed to be. And there was no way this turkey was going to be done ever with this broken oven. So we knew we had to break, we had to microwave the turkey, and and so we but you can't fit a turkey in a microwave, so we had to cut the turkey into pieces and put them individually into the microwave. And while we were doing this, there was a crash from the den. And we went in, and Grandma had tried to get out of the rocking chair and had tumbled over. We might have filled her wine glass one too many times. We're not sure. And she looked up from the floor where she was lying, and she said. I am a fallen woman. <laughs> she, Calvinist to the end. She was completely fine. We picked Grandma up, microwaved our turkey, put it on the table, and we ate. And we had a blast. And as you can tell by my story, it's still one of the fondest memories we have of Thanksgiving. A lot of other Thanksgivings just sort of fade together. The ones that are the turkey work, that one we remember. And it reminds us again of the wisdom of the proverb. Better is a dinner of vegetables or microwave turkey with love than a fattened calf and hatred with it. Two very different kind of dinners What's the difference between them? What's the real difference between them? Is it the food? Is this proverb saying to us that the nicer the food, the more hatred you build, and if you want to build love, make the food more and more meager? 
That can't be right. That's not what this proverb is saying. The difference between these two meals is what you're counting. The thing that you are counting makes the difference between these two meals. At the first kind of meal, the, the Super Sweet 16 meal, people are counting their deficits. They're thinking about the things they don't have. They're thinking about the things that they lack, and they think that happiness and gratitude can only come if I get those deficits filled, if I get those appetites satisfied, if I find those things that I lack. And if you think happiness and gratitude will only come if you satisfy your deficits, there are no number of sports cars and fattened casts that will ever fill that hole. In the second kind of meal, we count our blessings. You build your happiness on the many, many things that you've already been given and that are spread out all around you. The people who love you, the roof over your head, the warmth of your house on a cold day, the promises of a God who will never leave you, and mercies that are new every morning. When you build your meals on that good foundation, when those are the things you count in your life, you can sit down at an imperfect table with imperfect people and imperfect food and still find a place where love overflows. I know that many of you have had a hard year, a year full of deficits. This year at your table, someone will be missing, someone who was there last year whom you loved dearly. Some of us have had family crises this year, relationship stress, and getting around the table will remind you of those broken relationships that are not yet mended. All of us will come to the table today with deficits. But I pray that today you will not focus on those things. I pray that you will see the blessings. And, and if I may be so bold, let me offer you just a couple of very specific ways that you can make that happen. And sort of the obvious one, which maybe many of you do already, is to simply go around the table and have everyone say something that they're thankful for. Excellent practice. But let me two more that are a little more specific and maybe a little more interesting. Maybe have everyone around the table go around and pick one day from the last year that was special to you, that you thought that was a good day. Have them recall that day and have them say why it was special. Or have each person choose one other person from their life, not someone around the table, one other person from their life who they're grateful for, a teacher, a friend, and tell the others why you're grateful for that person. These are all good practices. I promise you they're better than talking about politics. And they will all help remind you that better is a dinner of vegetables with love than a fattened calf and hatred. That proverb makes me think of one more meal. The meal that we Christians celebrate at that table, the Lord's Supper. We usually call this the Lord's Supper at La Grave. Uh, there's actually multiple names for it. One of the names for it, maybe you've heard this name, is the Eucharist. Have you ever heard that meal called the Eucharist? It's an ancient Greek word. It's one of the oldest names for that celebration. Do you know what Eucharist means? It's Greek 
for thanksgiving. This is a thanksgiving table. The fare that you receive at this table is not very fancy. A little bread and a little wine, a little like vegetables. But the love that flows at this table is the strongest thing in the entire world. It's the love of God through Jesus Christ our Lord. It's a love so strong that the Father gave his only Son to die for us. It's a love so strong that while we were still sinners, while we were still unattractive and mean, Christ died for us. No matter how many deficits you have in your life, flowing from this table is a love that nothing can shake. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope you have a great day. I hope your table has more than vegetables. But most of all, I hope it flows with the love of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Grave Avenue CRC's Sermon Podcast.